Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hope you enjoyed Jeff's Saturday. He's now banned from the show. Carlin versus <laughs> Joe, ESPN Radio. See, I thought that was awesome. That he jumps in, I'm watching the show last night, you're talking about how much better that the Broncos' defense has played. I mean, since week seven, the Broncos' defense is number one in the league, overall, right now. And last night, they did enough against Josh Allen, and dare I say, force him into mistakes, because he doesn't need your help to make mistakes. He can do all that all by himself. But the Broncos' defense gave them an excellent opportunity in that game to go and win, And I have to say, Joe, as nuts as that game is, I I thought the Broncos would give them a hard time. I I thought that would be closer than the line was, which was minus seven in favor of the Bills. It's getting a little crazy now with the Broncos where we maybe need to start paying a little more attention to them because they're sneaking back up right now to, what are they, four and five? Four and five. I mean, Joe... Are the Broncos back alive? No, 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 no. No. And that's not to knock what they're doing. I think what needs to be addressed first and foremost for all of this is that for everybody, myself included, I want to be very clear on that, myself included, for all of us that were banging on Russ, banging on Sean Payton at the beginning of the season, talking about whether or not Sean Payton's one and done, whether or not Russ should be traded or benched or all this, there were so many different takes. And again, I was at the forefront of a lot of this. Got it wrong. Got it wrong. Perhaps following Graziano's advice of just being patient and letting things play out would have been good advice for us to follow in that spot. But no, not us. Not me. They have done a remarkable job. Sean Payton has done exactly what he was hired to do. He was hired to coach. He took over a bad team, and he found a way to continuously get better throughout the course of the season. Are they back to the point where they're going to contend? No, they're not good enough. But they are good enough to show you that this coach that they hired is probably a good decision. Sean Payton's got him moving in the right direction. Russ is playing better. And you see it in Russ, not in the passing game, but in the running game. He's running the ball more. He's recognizing when plays aren't there that he can go ahead and make plays with his feet like he used to in Seattle. He's never going to rekindle what he was. Those days are gone, but he's playing at a higher level. Those around him are playing better. Peyton's got him firing on all cylinders. They're a nice story. They are absolutely a nice story based on where they started and where they are here in the middle of November. I give him a ton of credit for playing this well, and that was as close to Seattle Russ as we have seen in Denver. That was a guy that was going out there and making plays to win the game. Whether it's just the little flips forward to Samaji Pirine to pick up a couple of huge first downs, whether it's the run game, whatever it is, he looked like he was in complete control last night and didn't have that look that we have mostly seen in Denver of what the hell's going on out here. I mean, listen to Sean Payton about the, the final sequences of the game last night. They executed it well. But we managed the clock well at the end of the half with points and certainly at the end of the game. um, You know, we knew crossing midfield needing a field goal. We were going to get some heavy pressure looks. 
And sure enough, we got cover zero, took a sack, and then got zero again. And Russ made a good play, giving Jerry a chance to, to go get it. Um, kind of back and forth. You know, as a, as a coach, you're mindful of the score, knowing you've got these takeaways, and yet it's only a seven-point game. You know, we can't miss a field goal. We can't drop a, a snap. You know, that resulted in four points. Um, so there'll be a lot for us to clean up. But again, good road win. Yeah, it was a very, very good road win. And say whatever you want. Whenever they went to that zero blitz and came up with the sack right there, or not whenever, on that one particular play, and then they go right back to it the next play, are you going to tell me they're not going to be ready for it for us to at least take a chance? I mean, I'm, I'm the dope that thought that this Russ-Payton relationship was going to be dead by week 11. And look at what's going on. Nobody, nobody had Russ coming back, especially with what we had with this team early in the season. But as much as like guys like Dan have pointed out kind of continuously, hey, he's not, he's not playing all that bad this year. Last night was the first time for any of us to really see up close what that resembles. And what that resembles is at least somebody that Sean Payton can work with here in the short term. They're not trying to do too much. If you noticed it last night, they weren't trying to do anything all that special. Russ was only averaging 6.7 yards per attempt. It's not like they were taking real deep shots down the field. They were assessing the defense and taking what that defense gave them. Russ completed 24 of 29 passes last night. That's 83% on the road Monday night in Buffalo against a pretty good defense. That was That's impressive. That's really impressive. Peyton doesn't have a lot of ingredients to work with, but he's getting the most out of the ones he does. And if you're Denver now, you got to think to yourself, all right, Russ isn't going to be the long-term future of this franchise, but maybe he's good enough to get us through this year, and then we can use him again next year as we draft a rookie to sit, learn for a season, and then make the transition. It makes it so much more palatable with that contract, right? Because while there's a lot of years and a lot of money left, if you can get another year out of him when people thought you wouldn't even get half a year out of him now, that's yeah. got to be a pretty comfortable spot to be in. You don't have to rush a rookie out there. Peyton's got time to continue to build out the roster. They've won enough games now that you're not going to see him in a spot where they're drafting first or second. So maybe they're drafting further down the board and they might look at a guy like Bo Nix or something like that out of Oregon. But you got to give them a lot of credit because we can be very hasty. We can be very impatient. We want a lot of people fired. We want a lot of people benched. We want a lot of teams going into the tank early in the season because it looks hopeless. Well, here's an example of a team that has made the most of their opportunity and has found a way to get better throughout the course of the season. Now, let me just point this out for the sake of presenting all the facts. In no way do I expect the Broncos to make the postseason. In no way do I expect them to even sneak in as the seven. That's bold. It's Is it that bold? It's not bold at all. They're not going to the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> I can't tell when you're joking with me sometimes. I'm still <laughs> learning your nuance. Want to make sure you're sharp. Listen, I just look at the schedule the rest of the way. We're looking at eight and nine. I'll, I'll run them down real quick. Minnesota home. Winnable. Cleveland home. Winnable. Mm, 
winnable. I'm not saying they win it. Okay. I'm saying it is winnable. If you had said Kansas City, which they've already played twice, or you right. said someone like, I don't know, the Eagles, I'm like, no, that's a loss. At Houston. Whew, that's a lot spicier than it used to be. Yep. At the Chargers. Well, that'll be a one-score game. That's all I can tell you. I can't tell you anything other than the fact that it'll come down to the last possession. At Detroit. I can't tell you anything other than the fact that it probably yep. comes down to the last possession. New England at home. That's a win. Good God. Has that franchise fallen? <laughs> Chargers at home. One-score game. At the Raiders. Suddenly spicy, but winnable. All, all I'm pointing out is eight to nine wins is on the table. It's on the table. Yeah. Probably eight. I don't expect him to get to nine. You get to nine, you you hit the win total. Win yeah. total was eight and a half. That thing looked dead to rights. Yeah. I, for them to do all of this is pretty darn impressive. It, it's just pretty darn impressive to come back from the depths of what looked like Peyton and Russ were going to be at each other's throats by this point. And that is that couldn't be further from the truth right now. And that's... To me, I think that speaks a lot about Russ. I'm not going to go overboard. I can't discount everything that's happened here the last few years. But it speaks to about Russ and what he has taken the priorities to be with a new regime. That's all. Let's do it, Joe. Are you ready? I don't oh, know if I'm you ready. know. You know what's happening today? Big things. Big, big things. Today is the launch of ESPN Bet. Are you ready? I'm ready. So it's wager time. Big business, cash money. On Carlin versus Joe. That's right, Joe. ESPN bet launches today in how many states, Joe? 17 states, including the great state of New Jersey, where you are currently located. You're damn right. And you know what I'm jumping on tonight? What's that? I am all over the over. On the Mavericks this evening. Oh, a little NBA action. I dig. Yes, we will go back to the association, as they call it, Joe. Uh, Second straight game that the Mavericks are playing the Pelicans. These two teams uh, played on Sunday. That was a 136 to 124 Mavericks win in Dallas. This game is in New Orleans. Joe, over-under for the game, set at 239.5. That's a meaty one. 239 and a half. Think about that. So what I just told you, 136, 124. That's 260 points. Game before that, the Mavericks scored 144 points. They are out to a good start at 6-2 and two on the year. I see no reason to go away from this trend when the low end is between 117 and 120 for this team, and there's certainly not any defensive dynamo. I am going over the total in the Mavericks-Pelicans game tonight of 239 and a half. Love it. ESPN bet launching today. 17 states, Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia. Welcome aboard. Great to have you here. We're handing out bets all day and the fun will continue this evening. ESPN bet live, ESPN 2, 6 p.m. Eastern. And we're not even remotely done with it yet. We've got a special wager from each and every one of us each segment today. And up next, because ESPN Bet is launching, we, of course, have good bet, bad bet. Yes. Next, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Today is the launch of ESPN Bet. Are you ready? I'm ready. So it's wager time. Big business, cash money. On Carlin versus Joe. I'm not sure there's been a radio show in history that's handed out more bets than this show has today. We're going to have to do a lot of accounting tomorrow morning. ESPN Bet launching today in 17 states. We're all taking turns on the show, rolling out wagers. Here's one for you. It's in the matchup tonight between the Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors. The Frenchman, the, I, what is it, the Stifle Tower? Is that what they call him? <laughs> Stifle Tower, Rudy I've Gobert? i heard that one, yeah. yeah. Over 11 and a half rebounds for Rudy Gobert, averaging 12.8 per game on the season. He's had at least 10 rebounds in all nine games he's played this season, so he has a very high floor. The key to this bet is the fact that the prop is a little bit lower than it normally might be because he only had 10 boards against Golden State in their last matchup, which I believe was on Sunday. Let's take advantage of that. He normally has great numbers when going against Kavon Looney. Just had an off night in that department, that specific department on Sunday. Carl Anthony Towns was the one who was cleaning up the glass. I think we can take advantage of a lower number. Rudy Gobert over 11 and a half rebounds tonight against the Golden State Warriors. We've got the odds. Want a bet? Oh, great. Is it a good bet? I like those odds. Or is it a bad bet? Take my money. Take it off. Ah, yes. With the launch of ESPN Bet today, we are doing everything we can to get you ready for it in 17 states. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save. 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. Joseph, it is time for Good Bet, Bad Bet here on Carlin versus Joe. And here to host it, Evan Wilner. 
Week 11 in the NFL starts Thursday with maybe the best week, best game of the week. So let's get started there. Ravens early, minus 3.5-point favorite against Cincinnati. So the Ravens, minus the 3.5. Good bet, bad bet. Joe? Mm, mm, tough one. I'm going to lean bad bet here. Lean bad bet. There's a lot of injuries on both sides. Cincinnati's defense is banged up. Ravens could be without Marlon Humphrey at corner. He's battling a calf injury. Ronnie Stanley, who we had on the show not too long ago, friend of the program, he's got a knee injury sustained against uh, the Browns this past weekend. Three and a half points in a matchup between two divisional rivals that know each other very well, and I think that's the key. Cincinnati knowing Baltimore. Baltimore is a tough team to prepare for right up until you're in their division and you're familiar with them like Cleveland was last week. So I would say bad bet I lean the Cincinnati if I can get more than a field goal. Mm. You did the same thing uh. as me. You went, ugh. Oh. That's so hard, uh. Right out of the gate, huh? Okay. We're going to go bad bet. I'm going to lead Cincinnati here, too. Lean Cincinnati, I should say. Listen, I'm not... I'm very much a believer in the Ravens. But one thing has happened lately that maybe we haven't paid enough attention to. Lamar Jackson has turned it over so much that he's got as many turnovers... uh, I think it's like over the last four games as touchdowns. And we're making things a little bit too difficult right now if you're the Ravens. Like, Joe, they're, they're a really good team. They may be the overall best team in the AFC, but Lamar's concerning me a little bit at the moment, and I think you're going to have an exceptionally motivated Cincinnati team after what happened this past week. So, Ravens, they're a bad bet right now. College game day heading to James Madison this weekend. The Dukes are 10-0, trying to get eligible for a bowl game because they're transitioning to uh, still FCS. So Wait, are they allowed FBS. to go to a bowl game? I thought no. that was like the, the they're rule. St- they're, they're trying to get that like waiver so that yeah. they can go to a bowl game. Let's go ahead and give them the waiver. Uh, this, is the, this is the hill we want to die on here as a country. JMU can't go to a bowl game because so they dumb. stepped up in class. If you step down in class, that's one thing. They're coming up. Yeah, it's dumb. It's incredibly dumb. And right now they're not. And I hope they get this change. Go ahead, Evan. Evan didn't even have a chance to finish. You and I just went off on a rant. Support the fourth president, all right, James Madison. (laughs) They are a a 10.5-point favorite at home against Appalachian State, who is 6-4 on the season. So, JMU, minus 10.5. Good bet, bad bet. Carla? Oh, thanks, because I'm locked in on this. I had App State a couple of years ago against Bailey Zappi in Western Kentucky in the Boca Raton Bowl. That has absolutely nothing to do with this. In this case, I'm absolutely going to take James Madison because I'm not going to say anything factual of real importance here because Evan has set us up to fail. More than anything, I like great stories. James Madison is a great story this year. So sure, the Dukes minus 10 and a half, that's a good bet, Joe. Agree with your sentiments completely. Would have loved to have been given the heads up that I was going to be asked to handicap this game today. Have nothing, absolutely nothing to give you in terms of whether or not this line is off, whether it's accurate, whether it's the dog, whether it's the team. I want to see JMU get a bowl game. That's my take here. Yes. I refuse to play along. I'm not yeah. I'm not saying good, better, bad, bet. 
I'm wow. going to go ahead. I just, you just like abstain. It. I'm going to abstain on this one. <laughs> College game day. We'll I'm going to abstain. So check it out. College, College hey, game look, day. 9 a.m. Let's promote it. By company, Friday, I'll get you something. Man. I'm a huge fan of College game day. Betting on JMU on a Tuesday is a, is a bridge too far, even Listen, for me. This Joe is our John Lennon. Like they said in The Departed, you get you give him a tuba, he'll get something out of it with a wager. He's but an at artist. least let him know you're handing him a tuba. Yeah, he's an artist. He's an artist. <laughs> Apparently, that whole scene weren't you? Were you the one that told me the yes. story about the hand in that scene? Yes, it's a great story. Yes, it was all completely improv by Nicholson. He said, apparently, to Marty, "What if I had a human hand right there? <laughs> See what what effect would that have?" Well, Kind of rattled it had a hell of an effect, yeah. uh, Jack. It had a hell of an effect on me. How about this one, Joe? Miles Garrett plus 170 to win Defensive Player of the Year. Is that okay? Is that a good bet or a bad bet? Oh yeah, I'm glad you're listening to the show because we talked about it earlier on the show today. And, yes, I think that is a good bet. Plus money on Garrett. He's He is the leader, the face of a franchise that has completely turned things around this season. It's one of the best defenses in the NFL. There's only three players with odds shorter than 20-1 to 1 to win this award. He, Micah Parsons in Dallas, and T.J. Watt in Pittsburgh. And Watt's already won the award, so voters could have voter fatigue there. I like the plus 170. I think by the end of the season, this could be one of those bets that's they're my, he's minus 350, and we're all thinking, why didn't we play the plus 170? Yeah, and I think it's an excellent bet, in fact. And, Joe, we're a ways away now from when Miles Garrett threw his helmet at, uh, what's his head, Mason Rudolph in Pittsburgh. Remember that? I was wondering if that was going to be uh, brought up today. Well, I was wondering. We had I, an opportunity I, earlier. We both abstained, but you got it. You got it well, in the no, show. Well, no, I just brought it up because, like, nobody even remembers that that happened. And Miles Garrett has done that. He has separated himself from that incident by being such a tremendous player. He absolutely deserves to be uh, right there. I think that's a plus, a plus 170 right now. Yeah. Kind of feels like it's a steal. See, that's the, the thing. Moment. It feels like it'll be minus 300 with two weeks to go because everyone yeah. knows he's going to get it. Agreed. Agreed. Great bet. Next. Yeah, Florida International is getting 29 and a half. You're the worst. No, I'm just kidding. D'Amico Ryan. <laughs> D'Amico Ryan's plus 275 to win coach of the year. Good bet, bad bet, Carlin. Oh, I like it. Plus 275 right now, Joe. That kind of feels like free money. And I know Dan Campbell might get it based on how the uh, Detroit Lions finish up this year. D'Amico Ryan's, along with Stroud, there's going to be a lot of sentimentality there for a team that was picking second in the draft this past year to potentially make the playoffs. Plus 275, that's not bad. That's a good bet. Great, great conversation here between he and Campbell. And McDaniel in there as well. But D'Amico Ryans has done a phenomenal job. I don't want to take anything away from him. And five of the next seven are at home, and the schedule sets up very nicely between now and the end of the season. But I could see... You know, Houston as a team that's just now coming into its own a little bit, stumbling in a couple games that maybe they shouldn't. Remember, they did lose to the Panthers a few weeks ago. If you want to get excited about the Bengals win, go ahead. But remember, they did lose to the Panthers off the bye. That's the only Panther win of the season. So keep that in mind. Campbell is going to win a lot more games the rest of the year. That team is a freight train right now. I think a lot of people are going to vote for Dan Campbell. They like him a lot. They might think, oh, well, you know, D'Amico Ryans is going to have other opportunities down the road. I just, I would say not a good bet right now because he's the favorite. Give it some time. But if I'm wrong, you know, I'll be the first to admit because he's done a wonderful job. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Speaking of the Texans, C.J. Stroud, 
you might be aware he's getting some attention right now. But there's another rookie who has helped lead this turnaround. You'll hear from him next after this that Joe has from our friends at O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Don't miss See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you'll get great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, cleaning products, and more. Get up to a $20 O'Reilly gift card after rebate on select purchases, and their professional parts people will even install your wiper blades for free. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by your local store or visit O'ReillyAuto.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Here's the snap. Here's the spot. Here's the kick. Plenty of leg. And it's good! The Texans walk off with a win Yeah, Cincinnati. It starts with the confidence that you have to have to win these tight games and and also knowing that you know, we got guys, you know, CJ, the receivers, Noah stepping up, having a big game. Like, guys stepped up and made big plays. It's all about toughness. It's how tough you are. Um, I took a lot of big hits this game and things like that. But my O-line, they, they fought the tail off. The Texans, one of the great stories in the NFL right now, and a guy who's making a big impact, Will Anderson, their rookie defensive end. He is absolutely stepping up. He joins Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. He's doing some stuff with Old Spice and Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Uh, it's outstanding work. We'll get to it in a minute. Will, we appreciate a few minutes, man. How's your rookie season been? Hey, man, it's been fun. I appreciate you guys for having me, too. Um, it's been fun. It's been exciting. It's been a big blessing and a dream come true. Will, let's start here. What has been the biggest key to the Texans' success here over the first few weeks of the year? I think it's just the consistency level and the level of execution has gotten better throughout the weeks and everybody just buying in to what the coaches are actually going to do and then just buying in for ourselves and noticing like how great we can be when we're all doing things the right way. You know, I'm interested. A lot of guys in your position, high draft picks, you come from winning programs like Alabama, but then you join a losing program early on that's generally in a rebuild. That's why they're drafting early. You guys aren't in a rebuild anymore. You're playoff contenders. You just beat the Bengals. I want to know about D'Amico Ryans. What's it like being under him after being under Nick Saban? Man, it's great. Um, like they, they both have like a competitive edge to them. And the love of football that they have is contagious and it spreads throughout the building and the cultures that they, they built, it, it also spreads throughout the building. But like having a coach like coach Ryan's is amazing. Like, I mean, I wouldn't rather pay for any other coach than coach Ryan's. I mean, the, the way he can like get a team going, the energy that he has is contagious. Um, it's been great. Um, and uh, we, I can't say enough great things about coach Ryan's. Will Anderson Jr. with us from the Houston Texans having an outstanding rookie season. Will, tell me about the day you were drafted, you know, the Texans traded to go and get you, 
and then what you have learned since then, just the development that has happened over these last seven months. Yeah, um, honestly, it's, I just got to give all glory to God, man. Like, it's just been amazing. Like, it's been a blessing, like, just for them to come up and get me. Like, it just shows, like, how much, you know, they really wanted me here. And it just made me, like, even want to go even harder for, you know, the organization, the fans, the team, everybody that's in the building. Um, so it's been great. Um, and then just from a development standpoint, like, um, Coach Ryan's brought in a really great staff, you know what I'm saying? They're really, like, that knows the system, knows how everything's supposed to go. And then the players that's here, too, that know ball, like Sheldon Rankins, Jerry Hughes, um, Coach Jock, Coach Rod, all those guys, they do a really good job of, you know, making sure that we're working every day to perfect our craft and everything like that, just some, some knowing how to watch film. So from a development standpoint, you have a lot of people here that knows ball, know how to get it done the right way, and really love helping people out. You know, Sunday, you guys go to Cincinnati. Bengals are red hot. Burrow's been playing great. They get the ball. They go right down the field, 10 plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Now, in the wake of that victory for you guys, a lot of people talking about quarterback C.J. Stroud, rightfully so. We'll get to him in a minute. But what people fail to realize when they go back through it is that after that touchdown drive, six consecutive Bengals drives resulted in nothing. Nothing. Five punts. One of those drives was a one-play drive at the end of the half. It was nothing. And of the five punts, four of those were three and out. Like, what were you guys doing on defense that shut those guys down? That's the Bengals we're talking about. As Coach said, we were just doing us, man. Like, it's all about us at the end of the day. Like, we worry about what we got to do. We worry about going out there and executing what we got to execute. And he has this thing, like, doing us better. And I think that's what we were all doing. We were just doing us better. Like, we just going out there, everybody doing their job, everybody locking in. And when we're all on the same page, like, only good things can happen. Quarterback C.J. Stroud, who we had just talked about. Yes. Huge game. He was 100-1 to to win the MVP award. It plummets after that performance down to 25-1. to That's just context. We're not getting into any of the betting angles here. But, you know, you're a rookie. He's a rookie. You guys obviously are going to share a special bond as the cornerstones of this new Houston Texans initiative. What's it been like with C.J. Stroud? The leader, the person, all that stuff. What can you tell us? Yeah, it's been fun, man, having CJ in the building. CJ brings so much energy and laughter to the building. I think he has a great personality, man, and it's easy to connect with CJ. The guys love him, coaches love him, everybody in the organization love him just because CJ just being CJ, man. Um, and then on the field, man, the way he can command the offense, the way he can keep his poise, everything like that, it's just been amazing to see. Um, CJ's a really great guy. Really great teammate, great brother, man. And I just keep wishing him the best and knowing that he's going to go out there and keep performing like he's doing because he prepares the right way. Football means a lot to him and he loves the sport. Will, how has he just done this on the field? Describe what has been the most impressive part of him on the field. Man, just keeping his poise when things get hard. Um, the way, like I said, like the way he can just command everything, the way he can get the offense going and everything like that and getting the guys around him going. I mean, it's just a beautiful thing to see, especially as a rookie. Like um, the guys, is to him, they want to they want to continue to like to play with him and everything like that. So like he does a really good job of just staying poised, staying true to who he is and knowing that, you know, the preparation that he's put in throughout the week is going to get exact, get him exactly to where he needs to be. You know, you joined us on ESPN Radio leading up to the draft. You talked a lot about your family, your sisters, your mom. What's it been like to share your rookie year with them? Man, it's been a blessing, man. I mean, like, God put so much favor over me and my family. We just have to give our glory to him 
for, you know, my family being able to see me play, to be in this opportunity. And it's been fun. Like, this is all I wish for, you know, my family was just for them to enjoy life, get in there, you know, sit back a little bit and relax because it's just been so many sacrifices that's been made, um, so many things that we've been through as a family. And just to get this time for everybody to just, you know, relax a little bit and just know everything's going to be okay and that God got us. So it's been beautiful. Will's partnering with Old Spice and Big Brothers, Big Sisters for the School of Swagger program. Will, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so like Old Spice just saw declining in graduation rates and, you know, launched a national drive for mentors to give unsure high school students the support they need, you know, to stay in the game and reach their full potential. So it's been great. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the School of Swagger platform, it helps, you know, graduate uh, help students graduate high school with confidence, gain through the mentorship program. And you can find out more about the School of Swagger and sign up to be a mentor at, um, you know, oldspice.com, School of Swagger. And I think that's one of the, you know, biggest things why I love um, partnering with Old Spice because it's making it easy for young people to receive these resources. Well, awesome stuff, man. Keep going, and congratulations on a great rookie season so far. Thanks, Will. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Today is the launch of ESPN Bet. Are you ready? I'm ready. So it's wager time. Big business, cash money. On Carlin versus Joe. Well, we're doing it every single segment today with the launch of ESPN Bet in 17 states. It's awesome. It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. This segment, it's the hand man, Eric Hanneman, who has got his wager <laughs> Day hour. All right, guys. Going back to the NBA with my last wager here. Heat Hornets in the NBA in-season tournament. Kyle Lowry over his last eight games has averaged nine points. The number here is nine and a half. But his last two games, he scored 17 in each and hitting four threes. So I'm going to ride a hot hand here in Kyle Lowry. There is, I'm a little trepidatious with a lot of option scoring options there, but I like the way Lowry's been playing his last couple of games, so I'm going to Kyle Lowry over nine and a half points. Handman heat check bet here. Classic yeah. handman heat check. Yeah. Boy, I tell you what, that takes guts. <laughs> that takes guts. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. What is the what are the odds on that? Plus four ten? <laughs> I think it's minus one ten. Minus 110. Your standard minus 110 both ways. All right. We got to get over nine and a half points in Kyle Lowry tonight. All right. All right. Here we go. Positive mojo. Positive mojo. Here's what we do. Taking chances, taking swings. Launch angle. Yeah. That's right. That's what this show's all about. Launch angle. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. A busy day in the NFL. The Bills fire their offensive coordinator after disaster last night. And more news from the AFC East. It's next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Find the top products and quantities you need when you need them. Lowe's Knows Pros. Yes, it is. That's right. One every single segment from everyone on our show. Myself, Joe, Eric Hanneman, and now Evan Wilner. Go, Wilner. With the launch of ESPN Bet, the pressure is on you now. Yeah, we've also done, I've been a theme here, I'm company guy, all things on ESPN platforms tonight, including on ESPN Radio and ESPN Television, the Champions 
Classic. Michigan State Duke is the first game. Kansas and Kentucky is the second game. So Kansas has scored 188 points combined in their first two games. They're facing a young Kentucky team that really hasn't played anyone yet. They played New Mexico State and Texas A&M Commerce. So I'm taking Kansas over 76 and a half points. The old Kansas team total. Yeah. Kansas team total over 76 and a half points. That's a big number for a college basketball game. Big number. Best of luck to you. Well, make sure you tune in tonight. It's college basketball. Duke taking on Michigan State, Kansas, Kentucky, Champions Classic. Coverage begins 6.30 p.m. Eastern, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. College basketball always sneaks up on me. It really does. Always. Because you're right in the heart of college football. You're going into all the key rivalry games. You're in the meat of the NFL season. The NBA's just started. Halloween ended. Thanksgiving and Christmas right around the corner. You got so much you're processing. And then, by the way, um, here's 25 Blue Blood games in a row for the next three weeks. Like, it's always a Michigan State, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, Syracuse. Like, all of them matching up. And it's like, oh, my God, I forgot all about this. I know. I need action. It really does. I got to call all my college basketball guys. Well, let's get on it then because there's (laughs) stuff going on. And you got plenty of action coming. Yeah, you're right. Maybe not complain about it. Maybe just do it. How about that? Fair point. Okay. Fair point. Garland versus Joe. Breaking news. It was breaking news at the beginning of the show, but I'm still going to play the sounder anyway because it makes us sound more important than we uh, probably are. And that breaking news was that the Buffalo Bills fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, uh, late this morning. So they are moving on. It's going to be Joe Brady, who was their quarterback coach. You may remember him. He was the hotshot offensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken. Was it not for the LSU National Championship team with Joe Burrow? Correct. He, I don't know if he was the offensive coordinator but he was a he was an offensive mind on that team he then parlayed that job into the offensive coordinator job under matt rule with the carolina panthers yep and that didn't go so well so then uh he ended up as the quarterback coach in buffalo and now he will be the oc for the rest of the year with josh allen after last night's debacle losing to the denver broncos at home carlin versus joe espn radio and then Of course, it's Tuesday, and our buddy Aaron Rodgers does what he does. He shows up on the Pat McAfee Show, uh, and let's find out exactly what his plans are regarding his future here. Uh, Ev, I do not have the clips of uh, where I can find them on my sheet, so if you guys can play them from there, we could just play them uh, back-to-back. First one is on his plans to be with the Jets full-time soon, and then commenting on Melissa Stark's report that he's going to be back in mid-December or what is that, like uh, three or four fortnights, whatever the hell it is? I don't know. Sounds like three fortnights, fortnight being two weeks. There you go. All right, here's Aaron. I'm going to be back there full-time real soon, um, real soon. Really? Break? No, that's, that's always been the plan. The plan has been uh, once we got to Thanksgiving was to be back there full-time. You know, you know how it works. I, I heard you make a you know slight side comment there, DB. But um, uh, <laughs> well, no, but we got some breaking you, news. That feels like that's ticker worthy. Yeah, yeah that's ticker worthy. You're going back to Thanksgiving. No, there's well, there's not. There, you know, it's the holiday season, right? You got Thanksgiving, you got my birthday, and you got Christmas coming up. Of course. Then you got AJ's. Then you got AJ's birthday. So you got four holidays in a row here. As far as what I talked to Melissa Stark about, um, 
I never said anything definitive. Uh, she talked about uh, having a conversation with my amazing doctor. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, she talked to my doctor about if it would be insane to try and come back in, uh, you know, three months. And he responded about, you know, the fact that when you bring together a specific type of surgery with a specific patient with uh, the specific amount of uh, stubbornness and desire to get back on the field, then, and obviously playing quarterback, then there's a possibility. But um, nothing's changed as far as my timeline. It's we got to be in the mix and I got to be healthy and I definitely still want to come back. Great. Okay. It's great. That's, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. I don't understand what, like, the first part of that when he's discussing um, Thanksgiving, yeah. he says that's always been the plan. I don't recall him ever saying that in any of these interviews. Even McAfee brings it up. No, he's like, never you didn't tell us that. And he's like, oh no, no, it's always been the plan. Well, then why didn't you say that at any other point? Yeah, you're gonna be around the full, t- or you're gonna be around the team full time at Thanksgiving. Okay, and then, but he did throw in at the very end there. We've got to be in the mix for me to come back. Yeah, how about this? Take the Jets, fire them into the sun. I've had enough of them. I've had yeah. enough of them from the beginning to the middle to the end. I'm tired of seeing him in prime time. I'm tired of having to watch Zach Wilson. I'm tired of everything with the Jets. Come on back next year. This is no knock to Jets fans. Come on back next year. We'll reboot the whole thing. We'll see how it goes. But for this year, please, please just can we please move them to this? Do they have any primetime games left? I can't do this uh, anymore. I think it's, uh, what, four more? They play next Friday. They have the Amazon Prime Black Friday game against the Dolphins. Go do your shopping, Christmas shopping, get it done. What about you makes me think I shop on that day? <laughs> no, I don't know, Coach saying, Prime. Been, you don't want to watch the Jets, so just go shopping There's got to be a college game on, right? There's got to be. Doesn't A&M normally play LSU on that Friday? Sure, can I get times, that game? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if that spreads 40. Okay, so they've got that game left, and then they've got the game against Cleveland on December 28th, which is also a prime video game. The Thursday game, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, Sunday, January 7th, against the Patriots, I would assume that would be flexed into Sunday Night Football. Flex it into 2025. <laughs> what I was Just saying, get it out of here. You could Listen, even if you don't launch them into the sun, at least, you know, out of the atmosphere. Just, Evan, you're a Jets fan. Do you want to keep seeing them in prime time? I actually, after Robert Sala said yesterday that they're not changing anything, I sent a text to my family I may not watch this week. I, The only thing that gives me hope for the Jets this week is Josh Allen has a chance to complete more passes to the Jets than Zach Wilson does, and I might watch for that. These Jets games, I've never in my life come across a team, an individual, anything, where there's always so much buildup and then so much disappointment. There's never anything. None of these games are any good, ever. You know, I got my um, psychiatrist appointment later this afternoon. Yeah. And uh, we're going to probably be talking about how I can find some more joy in my life. Yeah, of course. Joy's big. I, I wonder how any Jet fan, like Evan, is there any joy in watching football for you right now when it comes to your own personal team? Again, Josh Allen throwing the ball to the Jets this weekend. That's about it. But that's what you're hoping for. No, I know it's going to happen. I watched last night. Do you want to? You can sit in on my appointment. It's a Zoom appointment if you want. We can talk about how to find joy in your life. You're welcome. I guess not then. Gotta huh? stop rooting for the Jets. Apparently. Happy birthday, Aaron. <laughs>